This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to The Voice Over Life, better known as The VO Life, because we like to say VO, because we don't know if we're supposed to hyphenate or not hyphenate. We don't know what we're supposed to do with that word. Hey, this week I've got a special interview, and uh, we're going to welcome him here in just a moment. But we're telling you uh, a little information ahead of time that we interview people at all levels. And I think that's what makes us interesting sometimes. So this is a guy that's been in voiceover about the same amount of time that I have. And uh, without further ado, let's cut to the interview. And as promised, we do have an interview today. And this is the the guy that I've been working so hard on his last name for the last few days. I even tried it in the last <laughs> podcast and I choked on it. I, I harked on it. I did everything I could. <laughs> I know I, I appreciate I the I want to say it properly, I, I, but I know I won't. But it's Brad Krahowski. Krahowski. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. Close. You got it. Krahowski. Much yeah. better. Yep. Yeah. I know there's a hidden silent C. So it is oh, silent. Cool. It's Polish, so there's a silent C. Yeah, there's a silent C. So I'm going to change my name, C. and I'm going to make the D silent, and I'm going to go by Troy Holen, I think. Holen. Troy mm-hmm. Holen. I get called Hogan uh-huh. a lot anyway, so <laughs> why not? Why not? Oh, yeah. So so Brad is a fellow voiceover artist, and like a lot of us that listen uh, to, uh, or a lot of you that listen to the podcast, he's been in this for about a year. And we're going to talk about his path and what he's doing and how he got into voiceover and what type of work he's doing yeah. and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but you know the thing that I really like okay. about these these interviews we're doing, and we've got some people coming up that are more established. Some of them are coaches. Some of them are mentors or teachers, mm-hmm. and they have facebook pages or they have groups and you know they're doing that stuff what i like is we're mixing it up it's and it's not just people who are already there it's those of us are trying to get there and it's it's as interesting to me to hear those stories as it is to hear the people that made it or they're or they're making a lot more money yeah i agree i I think that's i think that's really one of the things about your podcast that's special it's it's i i, I don't know it's, i really appreciate it's the it. podcast I, I like for it. the common man <laughs> yeah so so what drew yeah. you to voiceover <laughs> uh yeah so I, I have a background in theater i, I have a, a bachelor's degree in perform theater performance and i graduated in 1996 <laughs> and i did theater for a while after that and it's kind of you know, life, it, there's a lot of sacrifice for theater, right? You you have to give up. And, and, and unless you're in the top 0.01%, you can work. But working means moving around the country or at this theater for the, this summer and that theater. And, then, you know, you're moving around a lot and it's hard to really have a home and a family. And I wanted to do those things. And... I was kind of getting, I'd been doing it for a while and kind of getting tired of, of acting. Um, and so I, I just sort of, and I moved to Baltimore. Baltimore doesn't have a really good, or I should say at the time, didn't have a very good theater scene. 
And so I started doing other types of performance. I started doing music and kind of vaudeville stage performing. And I really enjoyed that. And I, I have a band, you know, we haven't played in since before COVID. Um, but then COVID hit and I couldn't, we couldn't practice. We couldn't play out anymore. I couldn't do the, the, the performance stuff I was doing. And I, I just had all this. All this pent up creative energy. energy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I still, and, and I, you know, I, I'd always kind of thought voiceover is cool. That would be a cool way to sort of take advantage of my background and my theater skills without having to spend two months in a dark theater and now I'm in a box but <laughs> in a dark theater you know <clears throat> um and so I but I you know I thought you got to be in LA New York or in Texas for the anime mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. yeah I thought um, the same so I thought you know yeah I thought well it's it's not a, an option and then I got a, a note from a friend it was an audition for a audio drama it wouldn't pay or anything and I I had a cheap USB mic and I didn't even know how to use it and but I auditioned and I got the part and it was cool and I thought you know maybe there there's something that I could do here and so I started looking into it and then I found uh Anthony Pika's podcast and it just sort of it just sort of blew the whole thing open mm -hmm. for me it just made <clears> it <throat> made made it a real possible thing and so I started doing more research and, and reading and listening to audiobooks about voiceover. And then I ordered my microphone and, you know, and I just started to, like, build myself yeah. into it. And I remember the having the sitting at the dinner table with my wife and my daughter saying, so, you know, I'm thinking about really trying to do this. And I'm like, dude, you've been trying to do this for a while now. We know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's, I mean, that's just, it's not, there's nothing romantic or dramatic about it. It's just sort of. Well, though it was a being a piece of your creative life, because, you know, that's, that's the background for this. If you've got, you know, the creative background, whether it's acting or public speaking or radio or even music, uh, it's, it's amazing to me the number of people who started off in music that have gone into voiceover because it's a creativity thing. It's not, it's not yeah, just, a, I, it's I, not about your voice. It's just not. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think one of the reliefs for me was as a musician and a performer and, and, uh, and uh, I don't want to get into the whole, um, stanleybother.com if you want to go see what we do. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I had to write everything. It was all original music, all original stage banter and, and when I first started doing this, I'm like, this is amazing. I get to use my skills, but I don't have to come up with everything. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It was a huge relief. And I, I still do. Like, I still do all, you know, I do a lot of, um, I call it micro content, marketing. I, I, tr I try and create a lot of stuff of my own that's under a minute. Because if it's under a minute, you can put it on Instagram, you can put it on TikTok, you can put it on, uh, you know, and it forces me to stay efficient and tight and tell stories in a minute. Yeah. So, you know, I have a whole series of one minute audiobooks, and I ask writers and friends and, and to to I challenge them to write a 150 word novel or a 100 hundred word novel. And then I produce it as if it's a 
an actual audiobook. It starts with, you know, such and such is written by, you know, blah, 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 narrated by Brad Garhowski. Do the story. At the end, this has been da 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 da. You know. And uh and I and I put them on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, where, wherever I can. And they're just these little bite-sized things. Uh, I had a series of uh, like a, a radio drama, Gentleman Spaceman, and they were they were meant to be shorter than a minute, 45 seconds or so. And I thought, well, now that I have all these voiceover skills and equipment and production ability, so I, I started producing these as just series of tiny little, uh, the first series is six parts, the second series is a four-part series, just sort of like little radio dramas. And of course, at the end, at the end of all of this, it's all you know at thevoiceofbrad.com. You know, to so if you listen to it's, I'm only listen asking you to listen to forty five to sixty seconds of something, and then I tag my website at the end, and it, you know, it seems to work, and and it's fun, and it, it's that it gets that creative, gets it it scratches that create creative itch for me. Cool. So. Hey, since you've mentioned that, we're gonna play one of those for you right now, right here. Gentlemen, Spaceman! Mind Bent on Mars, Episode 1. Dirk Danger gently lands his rocket craft on the surface of Mars. The distress signal beeping on his scanner is coming from nearby. Who sent it? Find out next time on Gentlemen, Spaceman! TheVoiceOfBrad.com So... Uh, th- oh, that, thanks for playing that. Oh, thank you. That is such <laughs> a cool thing to do uh, because, like you said, in your your marketing and your social me- media presence, you can put things like that out there, and it's not boring. You're not blowing your horn, and I, that's probably the most negative thing I see that a lot of people do. They're constantly blowing their horn. Look at this spot I did. Look at this yeah. video I did. Look at that I did. Here's my demo. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, your demo's awesome. The, I don't, I don't, you know, but come on, dude. Yeah, drop, drop the, drop in those samples, and it's something someone has an interest in. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of advice on social media stuff lately because, like you, I'm trying to dig into more direct and more how to do this the right way. And that was one of the first things that somebody had told me was never blow your own horn. If you if you had got a really good spot and some, you know, you got a really cool job. Yeah, you probably want to put it out there, but what you need to say is, I'd really like to thank whoever gave you that job. I'd like to thank such and such production company. They did an awesome job on this spot. I'm really proud of it, and you know, uh, I hope it does well for them. Make it about them, not you, and, and yeah, that and helps. I, I want to be clear. I, I, I think I made it sound like it. I'm not saying don't share your demo on social media. That's not what I'm saying. Like, If you have a sweet demo, sharing it on LinkedIn, that's... Right on, man. That's where. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying, you know, people I. Don't, but people don't want to see you bragging yeah. four times a week. Right. You right, 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 de- right. You, and, and how you many times your... can you do your demo? So, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to find. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to find ways that showcases my voice. And mm-hmm. my my production ability in fun, interesting and, ways. And you're making it interesting. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I, and I'm also pulling, yes. you know, with the with the audiobooks, pulling in authors, which gets gets them engaged and gets them involved and helps them to sort of understand a little bit more about the the audiobook narration process. And um, I, yeah. I don't know; it's a lot of fun. Right. I, 
So, so do you feel after a year that the industry is starting to tell you what you're not, not necessarily your niche, but it's pointing you in a certain direction? Do you feel that now? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, um, and it, it kind of, it kind of snuck up on me, right? I, um, I, and it, it, I, I lucked out because the thing that it, well, and maybe it's not luck, maybe it's how it works, but the thing that I keep getting booked for the things are the things I really enjoy doing. Um, I, I've done more explainer videos on YouTube than anything else. Like I just keep getting booked to do explainer videos and I love doing them. I love the length of it. You know, I, I like a minute and a half to two minutes is enough time to, to, to bite into, you know, there's, there's something there that there's, there's a, there's, there's content there as opposed to a 30 second radio spot where it's not. So there's a little more meat for me there. And, uh, I really like explaining things. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, just by nature, you know, I just like explaining things to people. And so it just works well. I'm finding um, e-learning is working well for me. Uh, audiobooks, I, 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 I'm getting really good responses to my audiobook performances, and I, I, I enjoy doing that. It's a lot of work, um, but I enjoy doing it. And um, so I would say the, the short, medium, long-term narrative stuff. I have yet to do – no, I've done one. I've done one commercial in all of uh, – all of – the year <laughs> the, the whole entire wow. you, know, wow. you know i know that's yeah. not much time so but, it is yeah. uh, i've done one commercial for a for a sunglass company in brazil so it wasn't even, like i did the american <laughs> language version of it yeah. and uh yeah I, I haven't done any video game or apps or animation or very, i should say very 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 little um mm-hmm. and but i've done a bunch of children's books i think that's my favorite thing to do to, to is, oh yeah i just love fun, it because I, I love kids and i love um i just love because you can let go a little and, and and ham be a little hammy with it and you've got the characters yeah. and but it's still narrative right and it's still a story um right, uh, right. so yeah I, I would say just sort of i just keep getting booked for the same sort of thing again and again and again and it's great because i enjoy it and and so it works out. It's cool. You, yeah, you can't ask for more than that, especially if it's things you enjoy. I, um, I, I got into this thinking commercial and maybe some corporate narrations, maybe some explainers. And then all of a sudden I'm doing video trailers. Well, it's I'm not against it because all my life I've been you know, mimicking people and, and doing impersonations. And, but I knew going into voiceover... I'm not going to do any voice that anybody else already does. They don't need Popeye or Scooby-Doo or whoever or Shaggy and like, wow, Scoob. But I'd love to do Shaggy. Not going to happen. So you you start developing your own characters. So a couple of those, you know, are getting used. You know, my, my gruff voice is a pretty good for a military game. And, uh, you know, and, and then I can do these crazy high pitched things and that's what they love for some of these others. I never dreamed. But I, I, can I, can I just say you're blinking amazing at it? Like, well, thank you. I, uh, I, I feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but they're buying it. So I must be 
Doing it it's just your right. co- your commitment to it to to each character is just great. I I you know I some of the Viking stuff you've done and I just I just love it. It's just so there. Like you, well, they're, dis- they're fun. Troy disappears and yeah, um, yeah that's true. And I, that's I don't true. I don't mean we're all waiting for Troy to disappear. Well, but the, I mean, the the crazy part is, of course, all of those are coming through Voices dot com. You have to audition for them, mm-hmm. and there'll be one one of those. You know, maybe two times a week or three times a week, those will pop in. And then you've got to do your other eight conversational auditions and your mm-hmm. spokesperson auditions. And then you throw that right in the middle of it. And then there <laughs> might be a 30 second radio spot that, mm-hmm. and, and that changing gears. I love that part of it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say, well, you know, that's, that, oh, it's not that hard. It, it's not easy. Yeah. You have to stop and take a breath and really look at, all right, where am I going now? What, you know, what's this guy doing? What's he selling? What's he talking about? And, you know, it's a total change. Yeah. I think that's the big difference between what we do and what a stage actor does is they get into typically into one character and they're in it for a long time. Yeah. We could change 10 times a day. Yeah. A stage and character. On sure. the fly. Yeah. yeah. A, fil- a fi- or actor, a film actor, maybe not as much. But yeah, probably not. Yeah. As, Cause as you bad. have to maintain, you have to maintain character for two hours, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's just it. And, and you'd, well, and different actors handle it different ways, but when you're backstage, you're still there. You're still in that, you know. Yeah. Um, I yeah. can we can I ask you about voices.com a little bit? I know this is something Absolutely. we've talked about you and Absolutely. I have before, but I because I still I have a day job, like is you do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't know how how you do it, honestly, but I I've sort of made the conscious decision to not jump in at voices.com or or the pay to plays that require you to be available to audition at any time of the day i just can't do that during my day job so well i thought, I thought it just would be kind of a a miss and until well, there's a there's a catch to it yeah and and the catch is in the voice match so you receive invitations public invitations you can get private ones but your public ones are based on a voice match if you're a 90 or a 100 percent voice match and they get 75 auditions or 100, those 100% ones are in the top. It's not the order that they receive them necessarily. It'll put the ones up here that these are all 100%. So they're thinking, well, I should listen to those first because that's probably a good match. So you don't, It yes, does it help to get in quicker? Sure it does. Uh, but there, there are things I've auditioned for, and this is the honest truth, Let's say I came home Monday Monday afternoon and it was there and I looked at it and I thought, I don't know about that one. And I skip it and I come back in Tuesday afternoon and it's still there and I and I open it up and start digging into it and I look at it and it's a 100% match and I read the script and I go, you know, that's that didn't really, that, that's not what it said in the subject line. That's actually a really good script. And I've auditioned for those and got favorited. I might not have gotten the job or got shortlisted. Um but that tells me they're listening to them. So, and it may already had 80 people had already put in and I'm 81. So I don't think it totally deters you or knocks you down. I do. I think it can affect it a little bit. I probably, because I also see jobs close quickly. So let's say it was supposed to be uh, up until the 17th of the month and it's, and they posted on the 14th and you audition for it, and they haven't listened, and then on the 15th, you go in there and check, and it shows completed, and you're like, what happened? 
they they didn't even listen to me, you know. Well, that happens a lot. They don't listen to you. But that was one of those that probably when they started going through, they went, ooh, that's the, it, it hit their ear just right, and that was it. That happens. Um, and I listened to uh, Jamie, is it Moffitt? Or Jamie Moffitt. It's a VO School podcast. And there's several episodes on there that he has a company up in New York on there with him that does casting and producers and uh, and the whole nine yards. And they go through auditions uh, and they they give the feedback and they take the, the casting. It's a fake script. They put the uh, requirements on it and they even down to the point of don't read uh the tags at the end and don't put a slate on it and people will still slate. They'll still read the tags. They don't follow the directions. And, and he even said, but if they, if they have the right voice, I'm not going to, I'm not going to toss them out, you know, cause they just didn't follow that part. You know, I can, you know, if, are they directable? And the other thing he said is they're always trying to hear that one that just jumps yeah. out. So, so just be the one that can happen. Set. Yeah. Yeah, and but you don't know. Uh, and then in his advice was read it the way you think they want want it read, and then read it the way you interpret it. Totally, you know, try to go totally different. If they're asking for a conversational blah blah blah, you might come over here and be a little snarky on on your read, and they may go, you know what, we like that better, and they may cast that. So it it's tricky. I think Voices dot com is a great place to learn also uh, because you are reading some very competitive scripts and you will make yourself slow down and analyze those because you know you're competing and 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 even for me a short list is a win right now Uh, and a lot of people don't see that I took a little flack last week on Facebook for you know, oh, yeah, well, you've got over a 1,000 auditions and you've only gotten 24 jobs and that's only so many dollars a job, you know, like five bucks. I don't remember what well, they said. Well, how are they doing? And, so. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I get that. If you look I think, at it from statistics only. I, I, the but, fact that you have a 1,000. Yeah, the fact that you have over a 1,000 auditions, that's, that is an accomplishment and a win in itself, right? It I is, mean, but, but here's the thing. Out of that 1,000, only about 700 were listened to, so 300 times I auditioned for nothing. Yeah. But I don't count those. I'm only looking at how many listens did I get. Out of those listens, how many short lists, and out of that, how many jobs. And those numbers are pretty decent, really. They're not that bad. And that's how Voices.com tells you to track that. That's how you get better. And I watch every month my shortlist percentage. It creeps up a half percent or so a month, a half percent this month. The more I coach with people, the more I learn, the, the better those numbers will get. So I think it's a great platform to be on for those both reasons. You're going to get a lot of good practice. And plus, there's no pressure. It's not like on Fiverr when, you know, bam, there's an order and you're waiting and you're panicking. No, you can go on there and pick what you <laughs> yeah. want to do. You go on there and pick an audition. You might not get it, but you can yeah. pick. And that's the other thing as I've gone along, when I first got on there the first three months, I auditioned for everything that hit my box pretty much. Now I don't. I open the script. I read it. I look at the requirements. 
I still go after a lot of the uh, younger sounding voice because I can lift my pitch a little bit and I think it's close enough. And I have won those jobs, a couple of them. Boy, my dogs are howling. <laughs> um, and then uh, I have also, uh, you know, tried to focus on the ones that say 35 to 54. And, you know, uh, I always feel like I have a better shot when it says spokesperson versus conversational. But there's not a ton of difference in those two, but I think it's a good place to be. And I'm not I'm not getting paid by them for anything other than the jobs I do. And they, they make a whole lot money, more money off me than well, I make off them, I'm and, sure. And but. I'm not I, – I, I mean, I'm serious about this. To have done 1,000 – you know, over 1,000 script reads at the level you do for an audition, which means you're you're taking it serious. You're trying to do it right. You're, you're you know, that's that's amazing practice if nothing else well it's it's dedication because i love to do it uh and it's uh, to me i don't look at it as throwing time away Mm -hmm. i look at it as i'm going to school you know they're teaching me on there let me give you the actual numbers um i I was invited to 1493 reads i submitted 1341 950 of those were listened to and 111 were put on a short list. So my booking ratio is 52 to 1. 52 to 1 is a pretty good booking ratio on there for somebody at my level. 30 to 1, 25 to 1, people at a pro level who are getting private invitations, a lot of private invitations, um, they're going to, you know, they're going to have a lot better numbers. But yeah, it's a lot of auditions, but that's yeah, a lot no, of that's practice. Yeah, I agree. So what I'm trying to do instead, uh, instead of going the pay-to-play route, right? Because Fiverr was great. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's, uh, uh, I've certainly done what I've done there, and I've, I've made money there, and it's great, and I'm, I'm not trying to, like, run away from Fiverr. But I, I want to build my business beyond just that. And so I'm working I'm, – I'm angling more towards direct marketing now and trying to, f- trying to build my own – client base figuring out so i feel like i've spent the first year figuring out how to do voiceover now i want to spend the second year trying to figure out how to sell voiceover and uh there's it's hard like it's a whole different level layer of skills that you have to learn but i'm really in, enjoying it i listen to mark scott a lot um oh he's just yeah, he's got a lot of information, man, and he's he's sharing it and he's selling it, and he's uh, he's got a hundred ways to get that information to you, and it's great. Um, so I'm building up my CRM, you know, my leads. I picked one. I'm just focusing on just just uh, explainer videos. So I'm looking for every explainer video company, production company I can find. It it is blowing my mind how many of them there are. Like in in a in a week, how many explainer videos do you see? Right? You may see four, eight. I probably see more because I pay attention to them. Th- there's hundreds of I I just can't believe how many of them there are. And you you look at their their staff and they all have three, eight, twelve people on staff. And these are young, hip urban people, you know, art creatives who, you know, are making, I just don't understand how that industry is. I I just don't see enough explainer videos in the wild to seem like there would be that many companies Mm -hmm. making them, but there are. So that's what I'm 
That's what I'm thinking. Well, you, th- you think the same yeah, way with voiceover sure. folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that, you know, and, and people say, I, I even hear the experts say there's still plenty of room for good voiceover folks because there's so many outlets for, for using your voice. And you're correct. It's it's those. It's so much. I mean, it, even locally, if you even market locally and say, I, I live in a very industrial town. There's a lot of plants and factories here. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce here hosts luncheons and breakfast several times uh, during the month. And I'd, I've about decided the other day, you know, I'm going to join the Chamber of Commerce and then ask can I come in and do a presentation about how voiceover could help all the industries here? Because it's it's your VOIP stuff. It's your, uh, you know, uh, their training stuff. They're, they do forklift training, safety training, new employee orientation. If you could get just a little of that, even locally, you know, it's amazing how, how many places you could go and, and have your voice used. You just got to get out there and look for it. It's, But like you, I, I'm going to work my platforms, uh, Fiverr, Upwork. I thought Upwork, I thought somebody unplugged my feed from Upwork last month. I mean, I was normally doing pretty good on there and then just nothing. I think I did like 40 bucks on there last month and then it took off again. Yeah. So I've had my best, my the best luck I've had there is with e-learning, like these bigger projects. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot on Upwork, but when I do, it tends to be something bigger that makes my, my monthly numbers. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the struggle (laughs) with it because it's all the unknown. At least on there, you're, you're looking for the jobs. They're not coming, looking for you. And I, that, that's what makes, I think, Fiverr so interesting and mysterious is, you know, you don't know what causes them to find you, and yeah. it is what and it is. And you get an order, just, and you, you don't know. know what it's going to be when you <laughs> until you open it up. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what's this going to be? <laughs> what are we going to be doing for the next yeah, hour? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It could be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the funniest one, uh, I opened up one a few months ago, and it, they wanted me, wanted me to sell uh, uh, by auction John Kerry's jet. That like was kind of interesting. Actually, or was it like a? No, it was it was a parody, <laughs> and you know they were they, It was a political uh, YouTube channel, mm. and they were picking on him because of his thing about certain kind of gases and blah oh, blah geez. blah. And he was you know he was on the electric car kick, I guess. And they said, well, then you need to sell your jet, you oh, know. And yeah, it's always Oop. it's is funny the stuff Oop, you, you hear. Open. That that's my door creaking. So, uh oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I heard something out here on mine. Sound like somebody was taking out the trash or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. So, so we've kind of talked about you know what, where you're headed, what you're doing, what you're doing with yeah. your marketing. And, and I'm just, um, and, and I do want to say I'm just, I, I don't know how that's going to work yet. I hope it works. Like I see people doing it, and it seems to be working for them. And so I hope it works. Maybe if I'm back on here again, we can talk about how it. Work. Yeah, that would be neat to update in a, in a while and say, how's that going? Because you're planting seeds and you're throwing out mm-hmm. bait. You know, it's yeah. it's not a thing. And, and building a foundation. Exactly. You're yeah, not expecting. If you go into this ex- to marketing and you're expecting the first week that two or three people are going to call you for a voiceover, you're, you're, you're going to be highly mm-hmm. disappointed because you're planting seeds. Yeah. I have always heard it takes at least three positive impressions to get somebody to remember you. 
Oh, I think, yeah, I think three is being generous. I think seven, nine. I just today listened to to um, uh, Marketing Made Easy. I had a long commute today, so I, got, I listened to the whole thing in one day. It was pretty, I'm going to have to listen to it again. But yeah, they're like, yeah, it's nine. You, you got it. They got to hear your name nine times, 10 times before they're ready to, you know. Yeah, so it's it's a it's hard it's hard it's a lot of work, but we'll see. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> so, real quick before we run, uh, tell me about the value of having um, friends, buddies, groups. Mm-hmm. How, how that for works for you? Asking about you that because that's something that I, you and I have talked about, and I feel pretty strongly about. Because you know this is such a lonely, lonely endeavor. Like. You could be in your studio, in your booth for hours. And if you're like me and I, I think you, you know, your family goes to bed and you go to work. And um, so I just I've gotten personally, I've gotten a lot of value out of my friendship. I feel friendships. I feel like I've built a couple of really strong uh, friendships, uh, but like VO buddies. And then I, I've built sort of a circle of friends around me, people I can reach out to and 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 share with and lean on and say, hey, what do you think about this? Is this working? But also just practic- practical support. And I know um, I know you you and I are both very good friends with Louise Porter. She does the the intro. I'm not telling you know this, but the intro to to the podcast. She's brilliant. Just, just her voice. Her she's just so talented and um, just such a such a good person to be connected with. Right. And to, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree. She and I did a, uh, well, I helped her. I was, I can't take any credit for it. She won a job on Upwork that they wanted video. And it was about a two and a half, three minute deal. And she said, I have no clue, you know, what software do I need? Whatever. I said, here's what you do. You lay the voiceover down. You send me all the PowerPoints and whatever they give you for media. And I'll throw it together. And, uh, and, uh, she, she was like, well, I'll pay you. I said, no, you won't. You did my intros. You're not paying me for anything, you know? Yeah. You did that. Yeah. You did that to me too. With my first demo, you made a, you put a video together. I'm like, dude, what, how much can it I comes do? Like, around. No, no, no. You know, I'm, like, I'm a big on, believer. Dude. If you, you know, um, if you give, you'll get, it'll, it'll work out. I don't worry about it. I don't yeah. worry about it. And, and plus yeah, I, I'm right there with there you. again, yeah. it's experience. It gave me another opportunity to do another type of video. I have done some of those before, but this one was a little different, and uh, and I enjoy doing those if I have time. Um, you know, there's times I can't. I can't commit to the time, but that one worked out because, like I said, Upwork was slow. So, But my point wasn't that everyone should call Louise up, you know. Uh, although, no, but find somebody. But find, yeah, find somebody, find a Louise, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Find some, and what, what happened was, and I saw her in, you know, because we're in some of the, we're in a, a lot of the Facebook groups together, and I would see her commenting, and I just really respected her, her, sort of, I, I don't know how to put Lu- Louise's thing, it's, it's brutal, but kind honesty, I th- I think is the best way I could describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to take because it's always truthful and straight up, you know. So, and it's never, like I said, never hurtful. And it'll, it'll usually start out with, "I'm sorry, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yep. dude, but that yep. sucked. But I know? saw her and, in the in the Facebook groups, and I was feeling really lonely. And I I didn't. I didn't I'm kind of shy. I'm an introvert. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't really comfortable always just saying to the group, "Hey," and and some people do, and I think it's great. Like, "Hey, here's this thing. I don't know how how to do it." Um, 
so I I private message her. I said, hey, I think I literally said this. Would you be my VO buddy? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's do that. And we've been, yeah, and it's just been a great friendship ever since. And then she, I, she sort of introduced me to you. And then that sort of, and I love, you know, we have our sort of three-way chat room and, and, um, I, I just, so I, I'm just, I would just encourage new people or people who've been doing it for a while, whatever, if you're feeling lonely or you're feeling like you're kind of on your own, just look in the groups for somebody who seems like they'd be a good match and, and reach out to them and say, hey man, would you be my VO buddy? And yeah, then find, find that good positive person. And, and it's nice too, like every few days, if I, you know, if I noticed, Hey, I hadn't heard anything from Brad or I hadn't heard from Louise, I'll just send something and say, Hey, is everything okay? Things going good. And, and, uh, you know, it's just good. Somebody, somebody cares. They want to know if you're busy. Are you down in the dumps? You okay. And it's kind of nice because, you know, uh, family knows what's going on because they, they're in the house with you and they watch you go in there and shut the door and stay gone for hours. And, they're you know, yeah, and, and they don't want to hear your crap anymore. They've heard it all. Yeah. I learned very early not to bother playing. Once in a while, there'll be something I'm either yeah. super proud of yeah. or I'll think my kid is would be particularly interested in for some reason if it's about bumblebees well, yeah. or something like that because that's what they're into. Mine's 17. Um, you don't want to hear anything but, I do. Uh, oh, mine is too. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, and, and and they're actually like, um, you know, your your voiceover voice isn't your voice. And I'm like, what? I'm. Do you know how hard I'm working with my coach to make it so that it is? But she's right. I mean, it's a different. You know, I use I. You know, I use a slightly different register and a different. I mean, it's yeah. still me, but yeah. it's not the voice I talk to my family with, right? And that's and so hard that to kind learn, of freaks though. Them out. So, you know, I'm still fighting yeah. that. So finding, yeah, yeah. And so I think finding a good buddy, but also build a circle around you too. People who are further down the road than you, people who are coming up behind you, and uh, really just sort of build a good network because then, you know, we're, we pass work back and forth, and if something's not right for me. Well, and, yeah, I, I, I got the most unexpected work I could have gotten yesterday from one of the females in Anthony's group. And she and I had talked uh, back several months ago because I, I had watched her catapult. And I thought, there's something to that. It wasn't by accident. And she and I had conversations. It was coaching. She had gone through an extensive, uh, you know, s- s- yeah, yeah, I know, uh, lots of sessions of coaching. And, and she was saying, you got to go get a coach. And, you know, and she's fantastic. She does a great job. But it, I, it just caught me off guard. She's like, contact these people. They put this on, uh, oh, heck, one of the social media things. And they were asking for a Texas sounding, you know, they wasn't yeah, saying exactly great. Sam Elliott, but they wanted something a little Sam, gruff. You can say her name. And sure oh, everybody enough, loves I shot to hear their email and got the work. I think you so, can. So that stuff's fun. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> It's Leanne oh. Michelle. I think that's right. And that's not what she goes by on yeah. Fiverr, though. Yeah. Isn't it Alice Everdeen <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. I I, not, that okay. Now right. I hope it's yeah, okay that we say her name. Now, Alice hope... Everdeen. Oh, boy. That's neat. That was a good one to pick right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope yeah. so. Surely she won't sue us. I mean, I'm losing money by the by the buckets, so it's not going to, it's not anything to get. As we say here in the hills, can't get blood from a turnip. You bet. This is, this is really fun. I really enjoyed this. Hey, Brad, thank you so much. Uh, I really, and 
It, it is, and I enjoy your friendship. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I enjoy watching watching you you grow and and go through what yeah. you're going through to get weird, there. And I know you and I also right? have some personal yeah. things that we share about our life situations that we will not podcast. We are. It's just hilarious. You'll meet somebody, you know, that's nowhere close to where you live, and you find out you got all these these things in common. Every, all of us are living normal lives out there in some form or fashion we all have these common ground things so but i really do appreciate it appreciate your support of our podcast you've you've left us some really great comments and appreciate that and hope we are providing some kind of help for some folks out there and giving you some good stuff and now you've heard brad's story and brad will be back to you know, in a, in a few months, we'll touch base again and see how things oh, are going with him again. That's, yeah, that's we'll see I'm how the marketing's do. going and yeah, how my micro content is working, and <laughs> we'll yep. see. Cool, cool. Thanks, Troy. All right, so uh, that'll wrap us up, and uh, stay with us for uh, the closing today brought to you by Liz Moya. And uh, right before we close out, we're probably going to play one more of Brad's spots. We want you to hear him at his best. And we'll see you next when time. The world will on be changed by Chris Fates, read by Brad Grahowski. You say your car can take us any when. I don't ask if you mean anywhere. Your speech, DeLacy, is as precise as mine. Another reason we are in this fix. Any when, Anderson, you tell me. To a time when my tiny hometown has room in it for you and me. Two gray haired men with wildly different taste. You in denim and neon, I in suit coat and tie. We would not change each other by one thread. We sit in your off-the-lot 1970 Firebird. Like the Firebird itself, you tell me, we will rise in a better when. And I believe. This has been When the World Will Be Changed by Chris Fates. Narrated by Brad Grahowski, thevoiceofbrad.com. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.